everybody. Welcome to another episode of Yakety Yakety Yak. Opinions that don't matter. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Katie. I'm Sean. Howdy do. Doodly do. I have a lot of things to talk about today. Okay, lay it on. I have a lot of grinds my gears. Number one, I don't do well not having enough of transition time between sleep and wake. Okay. Here's what I mean. So let's say your alarm goes off as one does, because I would never, I don't know if I'd be like a vampire. I might just not get up because I'm not a night owl and I'm not a morning person. So what was it? Michael Scott said the early bird. So I don't, (laughs) I don't, what do you say? I don't like birds and I have worms. What's the saying? He's so funny. Anyway, I'm, I just like sleep like a lot of it, like a lot actually necessitate at least nine hours or I like short circuit. But this morning in particular, we had a lot of happenings before 8 a.m. Oh, it was busy. I, I got up, I clipped my toenails. I, no, the St. I Louis looked house. out the blinds and the sun was, it was, you know, no, very. Not, not any of that. That would be a nice slow transition. Okay. Well, that was, that's a lot for me. I get overwhelmed easy. You know this. <laughs> you do like, get overwhelmed oh, easy. Was that the doorbell? I don't know. <laughs> if Sean's doing one thing and I tell him to do another, he's like, whoa, 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 Still in my nightgown. I don't know. You know. Yeah. This morning I ran to the door because uh, the doorbell rang and uh, I opened the door. I was, I was in my, uh, you know, the the, the tidy whiteies no, and there was a construction crew out there. He was in his house coat. Yeah. No. What happened? Truth. Truth time. So our alarm, I set our alarm for 8 a.m., which is early for us. Judge me if you will. Your opinion doesn't matter. My opinion doesn't matter. That's what we're here for. So the alarm went off at 8 sharp and I look at my phone and I have text messages from our pest control because I knew they were coming this morning. I didn't think they'd be here before eight o'clock. Homeboy showed up like 10 to eight and they're like, hey, we're here. How come you're not answering the door? I'm like, because I'm dreaming about being on vacation. I don't know. I'm not here. I was like, shit, shit, shit. And Sean's like, you know, we both woke up because my alarm went off. I've got this. I sat bolt upright and ran to the door. That's not true ready. either, but it's okay. He got up slowly, faster than I did, and he was putting on his shorts. I was like, oh, you're going to go get the guy? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, thank you. And then I dealt with Roxy Girl. So that happened. And then, you know, not long after, we were so fortunate we had to get to have a cleaning lady, Alicia, who we love very much, and she comes every, like, twice a month. And she wanted to come earlier, which is why the alarm was set for eight. She wanted to come earlier today because she but had a busy day. The man from the pest control company? Yes. I've dealt with him a couple of times. Really good a at his job. A bunch of times. Super nice. Uh, he is like a, a critter hunter, though. Very informative. He he's like Roxy. They should go into business together. Right, right. Critter hunters. Hunter and the pal. Incorporated. Yeah. He was out there, and you know, we sat down on the deck, and he was like, "Well, here, here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what? a hot and dry season. Mm-hmm. The rats are hungry, and there's a lot of them because last year there was a lot of water, and I don't know water. So make, they had a lot of babies. babies. You know, what is with Texas and the big fucking rats? Because I'm not talking mice. Any of you? They're like, oh, they're so cute. No. Mm-mm. These are like, I don't know, New York City subway rats. Well, I caught one on the fence the other day filing his teeth and looking at Roxy. Like, he, they're serious here. They're big. They were. I saw aggressive. one making a shiv. Mm-hmm. Fuck mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah. No, these things are like hoagies. Hoagies. Hoagies and grinders. Navy beans. Navy beans. Gross long tail. You may get a hoagie uh, grinder depending on what city you visit, you know? Ugh. Anyway. Philadelphia hoagie, you know? Do they have an a Michigan? Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. But, well, so we have big rats. But I was outside with him and uh, we're sitting down. He's, he's walking me through. He's very serious. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, we got to up the amount of traps because they're. He's the know. one that came and caught our armadillo. Mm-hmm. 
FYI. We're doing battle against the rats, he says. I said, okay. He goes, it's good that you have a dog because that dog, you know, is laying down a scent and chasing her. And she bit one. Our cousin PJ's here visiting. He saw her bite into slash hoagie rat. And he was like, oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. He's like, stop, stop. Uh, how do I get it? Because nobody wants to pick up rat guts. Ugh. Nobody wants to deal with a dead rat. Ugh. But now I think said injured rat, it like limped back you know died under our porch well that's where this guy was serious about his job he goes it smells fucking terrible i just want you to know you smell that (laughs) did he point his hand did he pause yeah and he was like i think i smell the animalistic smell i was like what does that mean he's like you know death and i was like he got very serious and he's pretty serious he's the one that taught me how to deal with armadillos he's like because i chased I chased Roxy and Charlotte who were chasing the armadillo because I was afraid they have leprosy. And I was like, oh, no, no. Oh, no, no. And so it was the most ridiculous. Like, if you could send a drawing in, we will share it. This would be hilarious. Roxy, Charlotte, me in a line. And he said to grab it by the tail because then when I got to it, I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do this thing. It's trying to dig its way out underneath our fence with this big fucking mitts. He was like, grab it by the tail and swing it. So it can't curl up and bite you. You know who probably makes the best pet, uh, pest control people then for oh. armadillos is uh, the lepers. You know, you could have... Uh, they're not scared? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, that's it. They're, they're not going to catch leprosy. They already have it, right? So they, they could just wasn't grab them. Wasn't Steve their McQueen head. who also wasn't scared? Oh, Where's yeah. Steve McQueen when you Papillon. need him? Yeah. What a, what a badass. Great film. Papillon. So anyways, we've been dealing with the raton in our backyard and it's no bueno. Well, so we're going to do battle. And um, mm-hmm. Roxy is down for the fight. She cornered one underneath the bridge. I think that's what that was. Yeah, I think it was too, because that later PJ saw her. It was like the next morning or later that day. I don't even know. Mm. That I think she, the next day. Yeah, she got it. So she's earning her keep. She's a killer. Yeah. And I like it because I, I swear home ownership is half figuring out what needs to be done and realizing things are fucking expensive and then the other half is just the battle against the outside trying to come in that's what a house is it's the inside you have to keep it the inside the outside you keep it out and you guys know how much i hate bugs and in santa monica there was no there weren't as many bugs but we also had like no defenses because our it was like a paper mache house and it's like every time you shut the door like the gap between the door and the wall widened a little bit it was kind of like glamping Kind of was. You know, I always wonder who's in our apartment the right now. Blow the Party wants to like knock on the door and be like, "Did they ever fix your window frames?" <laughs> you know they didn't. <laughs> also, I think there's water leaking upstairs still. I left a message in the apartment for the next owner. You did not. I did. I wrote it in the closet in hopes that someone would find it. You didn't either. Yeah. And uh, I wrote, uh, "Dear new tenant, this is the tenant of the past. Mm-hmm. If you find my keys." You know, there is a reward. Mm. And, uh, you know, I haven't gotten a phone call yet, but uh, I'm hoping Don't to get one. Don't dig under the... You just yeah, tell exactly. them some crazy shit. No, the I just gold to... is in there and then you wipe a little bit of the... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Find the map. I, wanna, I always want to find one of those messages, you know? But you know someone's just fucking with you. Maybe not. It's like the 12-year-old boy alive in every man. It's like, I want to fucking find that treasure. I, I want, like, the Goonies? No, even worse. What's that stupid show that you made me watch on Discovery Network? The hunt for the... It was like some island thing in Canada or the U.S. Where Oak the wa- Island? Yes. This isn't stupid. It's like nine seasons deep and they haven't figured anything out. This is a very good adventure. You know what their demo is? 
99.9% men over 35. We just need a little adventure in our lives. 35 I don't want to 65. I don't want to go down into the hole on Oak Island, but I wouldn't mind staying there and giving instructions mm. to other people to do it. Mm-hmm. Did you find anything down there? Yeah. Yeah, guys, we found uh, some coconut. Tr- coconut? How? My goodness, the coconut doesn't grow in Nova Scotia. It must be pirates. <laughs> Everything must be pirates, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. we found some stuff and it looks like wood that that's was like carved. the ancient aliens guy with the crazy hair where he's always like clearly it was aliens oh yeah and george sasukalakalis like, it's a it's a very greek name yeah mm-hmm. or uh kurt danigan the the uh what do you write pj what was the book kurt danigan wrote the chariots of the gods you know Ooh. and that guy's in everything as if he's super knowledgeable if you were really that good about aliens mm-hmm. after 20 years maybe you could produce an alien i don't know or a photo i don't think you can produce that's almost like people teasing mediums or people who read tarot cards where i'm being like well how come you can't tell me the lottery numbers and they're like that's just not how it works number one thing you do when you have special power you get lottery ticket number mm. this is mm-hmm. the number one thing you don't what else would you be spending your time on oh i'm gonna see if uh, your aunt bertha can talk to us I, sean people I have didn't a like lot. Her, people have different priorities Lotto ticket first, number one. I don't think that works that way. I don't think I can pull anything. All right, give me, give me who's going to win the fight I, on I Sunday don't night. Think that's how, I don't think that's what it is. It's From what proof. I understand, do we have any mediums out there? You write into otdmpod at gmail.com. I think the way that it works. You know what it is. is stop. Hold on. You keep cutting me off. The way that it works, I think, is it's about spirits. And the lotto tickets don't have a spirit. The, the winner of a game doesn't have a... a celestial being oh creeping around you but other people do so i think they read people they read other people in your life they read dead people and then they tell you about it right so let's do this on a tier system Mm -hmm. low grade medium of what and then skills i don't know and then high like they're medium good at guessing about the future no there's no guessing about future they read you i think Ah, uh, so it's that's a mentalist. My, that's my hypothesis. I think so. You just get your vibes. If anybody, again, hey, if you're bro, into this. You got some good vibes. But if you're into this. 25 you, bucks for that? No. If anybody's ever gone to someone good, they're really good at reading you. We saw that mentalist at Zeitgeist. He was he? excellent. I rest my case. He opened someone's cell phone number mm-hmm. within eight like, seconds. Just, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> that You know, it's crazy is someone using the password 1234 or QWERTY, you know, key. Q, Q-W-E-R-T-Y. Yeah, it's the, the keys at the top from left to right. Oh, I'd never heard of anybody using that. On Dvorak keyboard. Is it Dvorak? Is that what they call a standard keyboard? You're asking a lot of questions. Uh, is anyone out there Miss, what is it, Mavis Bacon? Mavis Beacon. Beacon. I Mavis used, Bacon is a different person. Ma- Mavis Bacon. My great-grandma's last name was Bacon. Really? I was like, that's a cool last name. So, so Francis Bacon's last name was Bacon, too. Mm, maybe we're related. You. What was he famous for? Math? Sailing? These people in the past, they all blend together, you know? Like, uh, oh. Like, did they invent penicillin? Lord and Lady Dushabag. I don't know what he's famous for, but uh, he's going to invent something. Remember that Saturday Night Live skit with uh, Okay, Sir Francis Bacon, also known as Lord Virillum, was an English philosopher and statesman who served as Attorney General and as Lord Chancellor of England. He was a big deal. He was into politics, as you say. He's politicking. Did he have he a wore, big wig in his photo? Or not photo? Uh, he had a big floofy neck thing. Oh, that's nice. You know. The Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his, work, his works are seen as contributing to the scientific method. 
ha, 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 important these and days. And remained influential through the later stages of the scientific revolution. Revolution. So nothing about bacon. That was one of his lesser, mm. one of his medium uh, discoveries. Oh, he's got pretty, pretty signature. Oh, that's something I'm very bad at. My signature changes every time. I'm surprised I haven't been caught for fraud on myself yet. I almost know? got. Uh, so, okay, this is a funny story. You, re- I might have already told you. And if I hit, did, I'm sorry. I'm getting old. Things are going to happen. So when we bought our house, we had to go sign. You know, all the documents of a zillion things at the bank, at the for the mortgage company. We had to, it was like five million pages. If anybody's ever bought a house, you've never signed your name more than you did that day. Although I guess I had to sign like. A couple hundred posters once at VidCon, yeah. but this oh, was worse. What's this fine print here? Your firstborn son. Ha! Tricks on you. I have a vasectomy. I'll sign that one right away. Boom. I said, no, uh, no problem. No sons. So anyway, I was signing something at the bank and they had my ID and they said, I'm sorry, but these, these signatures don't match. And I said to the lady, I was like, I got my ID when I was changing my last name because I got married. And I'm like, you can see right there, I started to sign M for Morton and then I turned it into an S, which, uh, spoilers doesn't work and so you can see it's like the most fucked up signature on my license and she was like oh i was like yeah once i get my texas license it will correct itself and it will look like it looks now because here we are flash forward i don't know seven years later after i changed my name i've signed katie st louis like five million times but at that point she was looking at this it's like when you're when you doodle when you're a kid and you don't know how to sign your name and you're like i'm gonna play around with a funky a yes yes i am it was one of those it was very slow and like you could read it clearly but there's like this m and then it goes into an s my grandfather had this beautiful signature so did my dad script and flowy and beautiful and was he two generations later and i'm i can barely write was he left-handed no i think he was right-handed because my dad was left-handed and he had such beautiful mm. handwriting. He was well, also yeah, like an you, artist. You have to, as a lefty, you have to learn how to write like, like no. this. No. You know? Some people do that, but some people don't. Oh. But I always thought because I was left-handed, that meant I would have beautiful penmanship like my father. Mm. Not in the slightest. Why do you have to have a signature on your photo ID? I don't understand that. Like that, well, it looks like you, but let's see your handwriting. You know, it doesn't make sense. It's yeah, an archaic. signatures are interesting. I don't know. Who mm. came up with that? Does anybody know? Maybe Ben knows. Ben knows all sorts right. of things. Right. Ben is our scientist. I mean, it's but science. This isn't science. This is like pseudoscience. Yeah. The uh, yeah. what do they call it when they investigate uh, handwriting for uh, intent? Oh, like uh, that, like that guy at the FBI. That that's how he caught uh, what's his butt. One of those serial killer people. But remember the mental, not the mentalist. No, we watched. Are it. you talking about the Unabomber? Yeah, that was, was no. Well, that no, wasn't that was his, his brother. Handwriting. That was the the sister in law. That it was the the use of language, the structure mm. of his sentences was so yeah. kind of unique. Well, there's they this, were a matchup. Yeah, hmm. but I don't know what that's. It's not linguists. Ling, Ling the, linguistics. No, I mean that's the study of language. Oh, I thought it was the study of tongues. Lapsilingue. That's lingua. Oh yeah. Anyway, I don't know how to Google, so I'm just gonna not. But yeah, I think I there's a study of handwriting. I think it's one of those uh, kooky sciences from like the 1800s or like where they study the... I find that stuff cool though. You know, like, oh, judging by the size of your ears, you're going to be a good listener. You know, and you're like, mm, yep. not really. Or phrenology. Graphology. Graphology. I would never have thought that it was called graphology. Is the analysis of handwriting with attempt to determine... Oh, to determine someone's personality traits. Oh, but yeah, no, if you flourish. No scientific evidence... No, none, 
Nunca, exists to support graphology. It is generally considered a pseudoscience or scientifically scientifically questionable practice. So it's almost like um, the same way they look at lie detector tests. There's right. actually no evidence to prove that that sh- it just shows if you're anxious or not. It's always funny. I always have thought of myself as more of an anxious person. And I'm like, what would mine look like if they tried to give me, you know, one of those tests to be like, like the whole fucking time. And then they're like, what's your name? And it's like, it just keeps going. (laughs) Try to get a baseline. I went to that church in in Michigan and I started sweating right away for fear. Like, I don't even believe in God, but I was afraid that God was going to reveal himself then. No, you weren't afraid at all. Got you. You know, like a mouse walking to a mouse trap. I think it's because humid outside and you're wearing a wool suit. Well, that could be part of it too. But also, I mean. if you hear Roxy chomp and she, oh, I did have uh, today's episode is brought to you. Not uh, have anybody tried the yak sticks for their their doges? Because our doge loves them; they last days. So yak sticks, I, I get the ones I think it's called by Nature's Pet or something on Amazon. They're expensive for like three. They're like ten dollars a piece almost. I think like eight dollars a piece. It's like the most fucking expensive thing I buy for her. We need a sponsor because this dog, I mean, I like her. Hit us up if you make some yak sticks. Starting to love her. You know, it's a year. Maybe I'll tell her. He's he's so uh, She's very expensive. Some of the stuff, I'm like bark box, right? Good idea. But you know, every month. In Espanol, muy caro. That's bark box? Very expensive. Oh, I was like, that's not bark box. I'm learning new words lately. Mi, Mi caro. No, muy. Caro? No, not. Muy caro. Muy, yeah. Muy, muy. Otherwise, saying, I guess you could say mi caro, I'm expensive. Si? <laughs> you're depends, not. Depends who's asking, you know? Too barato. <laughs> you're, you're cheap. I'm cheap? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, is, is that close? Barato? I don't know. In, in French? French? What's cheap in French, PJ? Stunted. Yeah. No, not stunted. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> No, it's 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 funny. Um, I don't know what cheap is in French. No, there is no word for cheap in French. <laughs> Only bougie. Yeah, cher. It's right? expensive. It's bien cher. Hmm. C'est pas bien cher. <laughs> the crankshaft is the crankshaft. <laughs> okay, Google. What's expensive in French? In French, that's cher. Anything else you want me to translate? Okay, Google. What's cheap in French? Okay, Google. What the fuck is that? That was way too much. What'd she say? Qu'est-ce que c'est? Ah, c'est alors. Elle parle en français. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. Stop. Thank you. Wow, she switched to French. She went. She went. Fully, fully French. It's kind of nice. So, what did we learn? What is what is? Pashaya. Oh, Pashaya. It's not. It's not cheap, or it's not. It's expensive. not expensive. Yeah. It's the anti anti expensive. Is okay. cheap. Interesting. That's why we didn't know it. Yeah, but anyway, the yak sticks. The more you know. I know. Uh, the yak sticks are pretty expensive, but they last her for days. Like she gets tired. The first time we ever gave it's her. She's cheap. The first time we ever gave her one, she actually whined for us to take it away from her. She was like, save me from myself. My mouth is so sore. Remember? I think it's like salt and vinegar chips because she grinned at me and their gums are all pink. And like one was like a little raggedy. I was like, It's only like down. three ingredients. It's like yak's milk, uh, beef, tallow, and like water or something. You know what I mean? It's like nothing. It's maybe salt. I don't even know. I'd have to look. But there's like n- barely anything in it. Where are they finding all the yaks to milk? 
I don't know. Are they in the Himalayan? Is it the Himalayan mountains? You know? Bring another one in. This one's dry. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I don't even know if I've ever seen a yak. I don't think I couldn't draw one. Is like it like white, a hairy cow? They're white fluffy. Yeah, white fluffy. Okay. There's, I know that the Mongolians drink mm-hmm. fermented yak's milk. That's what I said in Mongolia. The, they might have the yak. I mean, I, I like a beverage, but fermented yak's milk. This seems hey, adventurous. Culturally, everything's different. Well, it's culture just Pe- like yogurt. I Pe- think that's the, you know, that's people, how you make it. That, you're going to have to workshop that. That's it's like not- Yoplait. Remember those yogurt drinks? Mmm. Yogurt water. You know, it's mm. gross. I don't... Uh, <laughs> Speaking, you don't do well with people watching us podcast. It's fine. Calm down. Speaking of which, uh, you were talking about um, something, and Elon Musk popped on my mind. Did you see what happened with him in the news? No. He apparently, uh, I don't know if he broke up Sergey Brin's marriage. What? Yeah, that's not good. I think that's his best friend, or as close as billionaires who run the world can have. He sleep with his lady. It sounds like it, but he says he didn't. And that's all the drama I have. It was all over the news the last couple of days. The reason that I brought him up was I found a really funny meme the other day. And it showed Elon Musk and Joey Diaz. Joe Rogan shared this. If you want to look over Joe Rogan's Instagram, you can look at it and laugh like I did. Now, if you don't know who Joey Diaz is, he talks like this. Like, hey, cocksuckers. That's how he talks. And he was in The Sopranos and he's a comedian. And Joe Rogan says he's the funniest man alive. And... I like Joey Diaz. He's a storyteller. And a lot of it's not my type of humor, but if it's yours, to each their own, right? So anyway, he smokes a lot of weed. Like when I say a lot of weed, I mean, most people that I know would be like, you have, you know, I don't know, let's say five grams and you're like to the moon. Joey Diaz can have like 500 milligrams and he's like chilling. His tolerance is fucking through the roof. So there's this funny meme I saw where in the this little box, it had a picture of Joey Diaz who launched his own weed. Didn't he launch his own weed brand recently? Laughing Gas, I think is yeah. his. Uh... And then Elon Musk. So Joey Diaz, Elon Musk. And it had like four different things, like that, whether they ticked off if they had, they did it or not. Right. So it said, um, is in Spider-Man, whatever movie and Elon Musk. It was like, Meh. and then Joey Diaz, it was like, ding. He is. And then it was like, uh, runs Tesla or something, you know, Elon Musk was like, ding. and then Joey Diaz, I was like, Meh. and then at the bottom, there were a few more and I'm probably fucking it up. But at the bottom, it was like, sends people to the moon or to space. And it was like, ding, ding, both. And I thought it was very funny yeah. and it really made me giggle. So that's why Elon was in our conversation because mm. I was sharing it with your sister because it's so funny. Well, he says that this didn't happen. Oh, is there someone here? Yeah. Someone's at the door. Oh, oh! They just deal. walked away. Yeah, all okay, right, fine. Cool. He says uh-huh. that what is being alleged is not true. Now, I tend to err oh, on this, yeah. the side of hey, that's tabloid news, and it really also, the only people who know are the him and Sergey and the wife. You know right. what I mean? What really happened? Exactly. And so the newspaper was saying, oh, he got down on one knee and to to Sergey and begged for his forgiveness, and then Musk was talking. You know. Uh, on Twitter and saying this is ridiculous like this is just tabloid this never news. even happened yeah. yeah and so they're claiming this article is claiming that he broke them up or when they were estranged that he bedded uh, whatever her name is mm-hmm. and uh, but how I guess because there's such big people you know mm-hmm. oh the founder of Google and oh Elon yeah, Musk Tesla space so it's it's juicy gossip and I guess because I'm talking about it 
But I, w- I brought it up mainly for the fact that I find it really strange and off-putting that, that this is what passed for it wasn't tabloid it was like you know uh, on a i think it's is it the new york times it's always been this way honey think about it i guess it just people love i mean i'm not gonna lie if there were if i got like an email that said you know new scientific research about mold spores and i'd just be like next but if it was like kim kardashian launches i'd be like "Hmm." yeah or you know what i mean or like elon musk sleeps with sergey i'd be like what and i would click so it's not the. Can you imagine I, if Elon and Sergey got together? That would be a power couple. Even more of a power couple. I know. But like, it's that. The it's just all about relatability, and people know those people, or it is a big deal, and it's, you know, trying to jazz up the news. I guess, yeah. You got to have a fishing lure to bring you in. Mm-hmm. A little it, bit of uh, sugar to make you have the medicine. Yeah, kind of. Except oh. so I just get out after I read the little thing that I like. Yeah, I just skim the headlines. You know this. That's, I know. That's why you like will tell me about things. And I'll say, ask a question. You're like, well, I don't really know. I didn't read the article. Yeah. So you don't even know if it was true. I didn't even read the news this week. My sister was in town. PJ's in town. We've uh, we've been we've been jamming. We be jamming. We be jamming. Yeah, it was fun. We went to the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, you oh. know what grinds my gears? Oh, what? when you think you've used sunscreen properly. <laughs> like I was so diligent. Okay, I was trying to set a good example for my older sister. You know, said a good thing for my older sister. Well, you know how she is, right? <laughs> she put on sunscreen. Yes, but she she, she worships sun- the sun. She loves. Well, she's like a lizard. I think there are two kinds of people. You guys, let me know if you think there are more lizard than these. people and regular people. Because I feel like my mom and your sister could go on vacations together because they just want to go to the heat, dry oh. heat, wet heat doesn't matter. They both are like love the sun, worship the sun, and then there's people like your cousin PJ and Jared, our good friend, who could go on vacation together because they both cannot handle the heat and would rather be in like cooler temperatures. Like when Jared came to Texas, remember, he was like, I don't know how y'all live here. Like, I got to get back to the coldness. He Even LA is too hot for him. He lives in Eagle Rock. It's too hot for him. Why does he live in Eagle Rock? It's like the desert. It's because of work. I guess. But he likes New York better. Right, right. Which also gets warm. And he used to live there. So, I mean, everywhere it gets warm and also everything has a heat wave. My right good, now, so. You know, they've uh, named the very first weather pattern for a global. So I think there's lizards and there's snow folk. Mm. I think that's it. Cause I'm a lizard. I'm a snow lizard, like a snowbird. But, You're a lizard. You know, I go back and forth. You're a lizard though. Cause you think so? Well. I love being in the snow and no, I love inclement you, weather. That's not true. You like to visit it. You don't actually like to be in it and oh. you get bronchitis immediately yeah, like I if know. we stay in montreal for more than a week sean is sick like when we get back it's like a month of him coughing i'm weak <laughs> it's it's your youth catching up with you no yeah. it's just he got bronchitis as a kid so you don't like the cold long term I, I do so uh i would try living in colorado in the rockies in a beautiful Emphasis place on the word try yeah i'd try it i mean i'd probably hightail it out as soon as winter rolled around <laughs> Woof, it's a little chilly turning the heater on uh sean it's actually august and it's uh you know well, you always joke about like how Montreal has like wicked winters and you'd never go back to live in those wicked winters. It doesn't mean you can't visit. We like, we love being weather tourists. I just need to know that I could fold my tent when. And go. Yeah. And, and, and bounce, you know. Then Hence, would... you're a lizard person like me. Yeah. He, he won't. He doesn't agree. Right. So you think there's a third type, some combo. A snow lizard. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I don't think that exists. Lizards don't live in the snow. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I wonder, there's got to be a snow lizard. Hmm. You know, he's got like a, a fur coat on. In no. The, no? I think, I think. <laughs> you want to hear? Okay, here's how dumb I am. I don't uh, think snakes are time, lizards. Because they don't have, amphibians don't have their... They like don't have any blubber on them or anything. One time I had seen an ad on a city bus back in yeah. the day. Uh, and it's probably still this way. I just haven't been on a city bus. I always bus like you call them city buses. That's what they're called. They're just called the bus. Is there like country? Was there only one bus? Was there country buses? No. I, we didn't okay. have any buses. It's just a bus. Is it a bus or is it not a bus? Semantics. So on the bus on of the your, city bus uh, they would have these advertisements, advertisements that would like light up. They were mm-hmm. like thin little panels, you know, and they would run along the top where the handle was. And I remember seeing one and it was a fish that had fur on it, like a furry fish, you know, like it had a nice coat, like a yak's coat maybe, but on a you fish. Don't, you said you don't even know what a yak looks like. Don't well, pretend. You, you described it. It was like white fluffy yes, fur. Yes, uh-huh. I'm not, I mean, I have a memory. I just. Oh, so uh, I was looking at this thing and I thought, my goodness, uh, there's a, a fish with fur. You know, it was something about the, the northern uh, one and ish, which is a type of salmon. In Are you Quebec. sure it was fur and it wasn't like another type? You know what I mean? Like sometimes it won't be what we consider fur. It's like another another word for it. Almost like an anemone. You like could say that's fur, but it's down? like it's, tent- it's little tentacle things or oh. something. You know, like does it sense stuff through it? Is it? Well, it was weird because the fish was out of water in the photo or he wasn't, they weren't filming into the water and, and it had like, it was kind of poofed, like it had get a, gotten a blow, a blowout, you know, with the, mm, it the went girls to blow did. dry bar. Yeah. I'll look, I'll look that up. But I did look up, do lizards live in the snow and they do not, they're not active during winter months. But they rather, probably burrow. Rather they enter, enter a state of dormancy called brumation or hibernation. Lizards need to stay somewhere kind of warm during the winter in order to survive. Yeah. Because so where they, do the ones go here? Because we have lizards and they it burrow. gets cold. They burrow. But we don't really get that cold for that long. Mm. In Montreal, where they? The lizards die. Right, right. All the lizards go to Florida for the winter, right? They do. Yeah. Them and the people over 65. So that fish I thought existed for the longest time. And then I found out what a cryptid animal is. A fur-bearing a trout. Cryptid. Myth or marvel. Yes, that's that's what I saw. It was something similar to that. It had white fluffy fur. Oh my God, it's on the internet. It must the be true. fur-bearing trout, very rare. <laughs> These furry fish are primarily found in northern regions of North America, particularly in Canada, Colorado, Wyoming, and Montana. Are you telling me it's true? The furry trout, a legendary creature. I'd like to catch a furry trout. But they they say myth or marvel. I don't know if they, if I think it must be true. I would mount that on the wall. You know? <laughs> oh, you have a talking bass? I have a furry trout. Yeah, I got it at Walmart. Remember <laughs> I don't know when you t- you? 
I think we've already told people, but how you convinced Lamar that the Jack, or he, no, you didn't convince him. He believed that the. He thought it was real. The jackalope. jackalope. That's encrypted, right? It's a. It's a, a bunny with a with horns put on it, right? Yeah. It's like things that uh, what are the taxidermists would play with and make make fun. Right. right. With the. Uh, the with the face of a jackrabbit, and the antlers of a. Yeah. Antelope. Okay. Well, I think it's time to get into the letters. It's time for, enough about us. Yeah. As much as I love you, it's enough about us. Are we ready from our grandma? You only it? shut me down three times. I thought we were going to get into the letters much earlier today, but uh, no. No, you just, I was only shutting you down because you talk over me. Yeah. That's okay. We, we, we move on. We do. Uh, we have a letter from our Italian grandma. Morena. Yes. Moreno. Morena. Morena. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. The would be masculine, right? Moreno. I don't know if it is Italian the same as Spanish where it's masculine or feminine. Yeah. Then C, si, senor. Yeah. Okay. It's entitled Earthquakes and Funny Stories. I'm in. It says, hello, Sean, Katie, and the OTDM community. Howdy do, Morena. This is Morena, OTDM's grandma from Italy. I'm now listening to episode 116. And while you're talking about earthquakes, a funny story came to mind. Usually, strong atmospheric events scare me. I understand. I totally agree with Sean when he was talking about the strength of mother nature. Yeah, don't fuck with her. She'll shake you. We don't have tornadoes here in Italy. Those are terrifying. At least not like those that you have in the U.S. But whenever there are big thunderstorms and strong winds, I get scared and feel completely powerless in the face of such power. Once the river we have in our town overflowed and part of the building where my grandmother lives was flooded. That's scary. I still remember the mess and all of the mud that we had to clean up afterwards. Growing up in Washington state, we had floods a lot. I luckily lived on a hill, so our homes didn't flood, but my dad would inevitably have to get into our river boat. Cause if you don't know boats very well, like river boats are very shallow. They don't hit a lot of water, meaning that not a lot of the boat is going underwater. So in flood situations, it's a little safer to be in a river boat. Also it was like aluminum. It wasn't like fiberglass or whatever they make ski boats out of i don't know i'm not a boat maker anyway so he would take his riverboat to go save people who didn't get out of their house when they told them to mm-hmm. it would always frustrate me i was like my dad's risking his life because you guys are dumbasses. if they tell you to evacuate during a flood get the fuck out what's that joke i mean uh the there's a flood and the people are in their house and uh, oh god save me save me they and, pray to jesus so and then this guy the comes next... by in a boat to pick him up and they're like no no i prayed to jesus 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 please save me and this other person comes up in a like in a paddle board and they're like no no, no i prayed to jesus they and but and they, then they the die. flood keeps raising right uh-huh and they they're and they at drown. the first story the second story third story and then the roof and then the helicopter die. comes by well not yet oh the helicopter comes by and the the megaphone. No, no, I prayed to Jesus, save me, save me, God, save me. Yeah. Then they get to heaven and he's like, idiots, I sent all these people to come get you. That's the joke. That's. We're like, uh, you know, the best joke telling uh, team since uh, Estelle and O'Meara. Is that? Uh, no. We're it? we're booking gigs now. Sign yeah. up. Okay. Back to Miranda's letter. <laughs> well, I thought you were just going to cut straight to the point. You like wanted, you're like. I was going to tell the joke. But you didn't say that. You said there is <laughs> the this joke. joke. <laughs> you didn't say I have a joke. You said, remember that joke where they talk about, I thought you were just talking about it. Oh yeah. If you'd it's said, probably better if I just, you know, talk about the joke than tell the joke. Cause my timing is off anyways, just in general. Right. Like when I, I tell a joke, it's usually not very funny. No, but that's not true. But you just have your goofy 
it's you don't tell that's like a joke like a joke someone's put together you make snarky sarcastic comments yeah that's your comedy really (laughs) you guys know that we know that okay so what i was going to say is growing up with all the floods the amount of mud and what is really i think they call it silt technically that comes in from a a flood is like it blow your mind it's disgusting it It smells terrible after a flood too Ugh. Because flood water is, it's not like, don't think of it like someone's pouring fresh water into your home. It's like a fucking runoff from everywhere. Well, it's more than the runoff. It's the, the septic tanks. Oh, all sorts of stuff. It's, you don't want to. do rises up to the surface. You don't you know? want to be in flood water. You want to wash everything off. You want to get like the serve pro people out there to clean your shit out. Cause it's like, it's such, it's so horrible. Yeah. Flood abatement is no joke. We had a huge flood flood in Southwest Washington. Uh, how many years ago? 12, 13. It was like right before we were right around when we started dating, right? I saw the carnage afterwards yeah. and that was nuts. I've never seen, seriously, since uh, moving to the United States, I've seen a lot of uh, destruction from mother nature, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, we saw the tornadoes this year. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, and but the it, floods yeah. in Washington. I, Our floods were, it was I'm insane. Such a coward. You I'm such You know when they say uh, you get a, my, my voice isn't working very well today, but you know, when you get that alarm and they're like, everyone has to evacuate. We got a couple of those in California with the fires. We did, which was fucking scary. I'm the first one to flee. Like I am the fleeing person. That's why I'm not a policeman or a firefighter or anything like that. Any emergency service, don't call on me. I'm gone. In the face of great danger, he ran away. It's like the- One man, very fast. What's the song? The brave Sir Robin. (laughs) When When danger reared its ugly ugly head, he- Turned his tail and quickly fled. Brave Sir Robin. Is that it? I don't think it's turned his tail. Oh, he tucked his tail. And quickly fled. Yeah. But either way, I'm Brave Sir Robin in this scenario. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Back. Marina, we got off topic. Okay. Long story short, I'm the one running under the table when noisy thunder hits. We are the same. We are the same. But strangely enough, my fear does not apply to earthquakes. I mean, either. I don't. Those things don't bother me. Tornadoes. Huh. Earthquakes, mm, floods. Eh. Also, in this case, I've been very lucky because I've never experienced those power those powerful enough to damage buildings. But we had a pretty good one a few years ago. Oh, I didn't know they had earthquakes in Italy. I mean, it makes sense, I guess. There's got to be tectonic plates all over, right? I would assume that Italy They're called is tectonic probably, plates. Right? I'm not making that up. Well, Mount Mount Vesuvius. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that? One out of Iceland that blew. Oh, that yeah, but that's not Italy. That's Iceland. No, I'm just saying, like in Europe. Yeah. And by and large, I was just thinking of like all the active. Pompeii. That's another big one. Yeah, they're still digging that out. That's you know? crazy. Insurance claims and whatnot. Wow. Okay. Um, never experienced one. Okay. Even though up to that point there had never been an earthquake in the area where I live, that was the first thing that went to my mind, and my survival training kicked in you have survival training i looked around and i saw i was too far away from the entrance i had a desk in front of me but i figured my colleague who was sitting there would be taking that spot so i was left with the doors threshold in the door jam good thinking marina i took a couple steps back and patiently waited for the earthquake to end at that moment i realized i didn't know which were the strongest walls in the house i know it's supposed to be a load-bearing wall that you get under because the others can crumble or something I'm not a structural engineer. I'm just going to Excuse gonna me. Go. I know we're having an earthquake, but can you tell me which one is the load-bearing wall, please? You're Anyone? Ba- you're knocking on the wall. I'm just a guest in this building. Which one is the load-bearing wall, please? I need to know. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pretty please. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> Nobody panic. Everyone, please uh, take your seat underneath the load bearing wall. That'll How would you know if left. something was a load bearing wall? Is there any way to tell from. It's, it's underwear is a little. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Sean. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's a way to tell if it's load bearing or not. Because even if you knocked on it, you'd still have studs running through a non load bearing wall. It's more about. If you could see into the house, into the roof. I've watched enough HGTV. You look out. I'm see, renovating. I'm God's a fair guy. Uh, the carpenters all lived so they could rebuild society, you know, because they knew which ones were load-bearing walls. So they all. Oh, I see. Yeah. I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah. Are you talking about the ark? Did yeah. they get on? <laughs> okay. So she waited for the earthquake to end. At that moment, I realized I didn't know which were the strongest walls in the house. So that evening, I asked my father so that I could seek those walls in case there was another earthquake. One of them was the one behind my bed. And that same night, another one happened. It's always funny, the little aftershocks. I woke up slightly alarmed and I immediately understood what was going on, but then thought the strongest wall is right behind my head. So there's nowhere safer to go. You were already there. Ta-da! And like, just like that, I rolled over and went back to sleep. That's what I do in earthquakes, especially the little ones. You're like, eh. And it's funny thinking back the fact I did get, start to get stressed in our last apartment because, as I said, it had paper mache walls. So I was like, this thing's one earthquake away from just complete collapse. And well, we were on the bottom floor. Not there was the plaster top. on the floor. That's what bugged me when we had our last earthquake. It was just like extra dust. And you're like, oh, I know it's, it's a, this thing is crumbling down around me. One, you know, rough, like heavy truck driving through the alleyway could have knocked that whole place down. So I'm glad we're out of there. Okay. Um, rolled over, went back to sleep. And as I said in a previous letter, there's no messing with my sleep. Me neither, Marina. Power on. Thank you for another entertaining weekend. Lots of love from Italy, Marina. Well, thank you for writing in. One day we hope to visit Italy. I know. I want to wear Baracci sandals. Oh. I don't want to wear socks. I want to wear, you know, are, are Baracci sandals, are those uh, Italian loafers? What are, what are we talking about here? I don't know footwear, but... I know Italians are good with sandals. I can already tell you without knowing yeah. what Baracci is, a sandal's not a loafer. Okay. A sandal's well, you know, a sandal yeah, and a loafer's a loafer. Okay. So Baracci. God, the Italians have style. They you do. Know? They like do. Like you spot an Italian, you're like, even, even if it's a tacky Italian, you're like, that person has style. And they're like, like Austin Matthews, I'm pretty sure is uh, Italian. Is, I must have uh, spelled you know. Baracci wrong because it's not, it's, it's pulling up. What I was thinking of when you said Barachi, which is um, these shoes that my mom used to wear, they're, they're Harachi sandals. Harachi. Remember? I don't know, but I just... They're like word. woven leather. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah. Harachi. Like. Harachi. I don't even speak Italian very well, but it's I It's not knew. Italian. I think these are American. I don't think that has anything to do with Italian shoes. At Marina, let us know. But I think she's we're... She's going to be like, I'm Italian. That's so offensive. Like, I, just because I'm Italian doesn't her, mean that I know fashion shoes, you know. But maybe she does. I remember Hirachi though. Hirachis are a Mexican sandal. Oh, okay. Pre-Columbian in origin. Hmm. Anyways, um, you could wear uh, but you know, loafers, a driving loafer without socks. That's yeah. what a lot of Italian men wear. And they always have cool seen. like dress shirts that don't look uncomfortable. Uh, they, they, they ride around scooters and somehow make that look cool. I just rewatched Under the Tuscan Sun and I have to tell you, you are correct. And it's always a golden light in Italy. Mm. It's never like regular lighting. At least that's what I learned from Hollywood. It's always a golden light. Our friends uh, from Italy. Actually, they're pregnant. Our friends from Italy. Congratulations to Ora Nina. 
Is that, am I saying that right? You are saying that right. Oranina yeah. and Andreas. Yeah. Um, or Andrea. Is it S at the end or no? Uh, Andreas. Andreas. I think. They're having a baby girl. Anyway, there are other YouTube creators and we'd met them years and years and years ago. And I still follow her on yeah. Instagram. They're great people. He's a very good cinematographer. Yeah. Also, Italians are so stylish. They're very good mm-hmm. with cameras. They yeah. do some really nice film work. It, well, I think different. I, I love just different. A different perspective on things. Mm-hmm. That's a fun thing about our world. Okay, we're moving on. Let's do this. But I would this. love to come go to Italy. Maybe for our 10-year anniversary. I'd like to go to Modena. Modena? 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 Where Ferrari is. Oh, that's the reason. I want to see that factory. Okay, cool. We can make that happen. All right. Okay, we're moving on to our amazing Toronto contributor, Aaron. Oh, hey, Aaron. Hello, hello. It's entitled OTM, OTDM Day and favorite comedian Mm. i love it already says hey katie sean roxy and the otdm family i'm writing this email on otdm land day as i listened to episode 119 i believe it's the first celebration of otdm day yahoo i know you will not read this till after but i am proud to be a citizen of otdm land and i hope everyone enjoys the day i hope they did did you tell me what you guys did how did you celebrate let us know at otdmpod at gmail.com in this episode, you asked about our favorite comedians, and I wanted to share this video of Elvira Kurt. I love the whole set, but my favorite part is 10 minutes in. I hope you enjoy it. Hugs, Aaron. We'll put the link down um, so you all can listen to it, too, because if we play it, we will get... All right. Because it's her... Well, thanks for sending in a suggestion. Elvira Kurt. I don't Elvira, know. E-L-V-I-R-A, Kurt, K-U-R-T. Hmm. Was that Elvira, like... Elvira. I, I want to think name. like Elvira was the the um, mother on uh yeah like the Adams family Adam no that was Morticia but there was yeah. another version there was it was a, in an alternate universe you have I'm gonna look it up because I, I know what you're talking about and I picture and she is almost like Morticia in the Adams family but I think Elvira was like a pop culture figure I don't even know if she had a TV show Elvira aside from, Mistress of the Dark yeah oh yeah that's what I'm thinking Elvira it's almost like my aunt Roxanne but if she was more wicked yeah. My Aunt Roxanne's not wicked at all, by the way. But she has black hair like that. That's kind of what made me think of there it. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember her movie. I remember this. Do you remember that being at the Blockbuster? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I mean, as a young boy, how could you? I mean, yeah. R.I.P. Blockbuster. Or do they still pretend they exist? I don't think they do. Well, I think the final Blockbuster uh, pulled closed their doors. But they and, turned it into an Airbnb, right? Yeah. There's. A, I think that's in Portland. So if you're an anarchist visiting the area, <laughs> you know. You Head could, on over to the final blockbuster. Yeah, and you could stay there, rent movies about anarchy or, you know. I don't know. Whatever floats your boat, Elvira. Jared was just in Portland. Yes, it's he was. It's a beautiful city. Oh, it is. It's stunning. I do love Portland. Yeah. Okay. Good food scene, too. Yeah, maybe we go there for our vacation. Mm, maybe. I think but. it's a no. I was looking at Charleston. Yes. I was also considering Nashville. Ooh. Two places I've never been. I also thought about Wyoming. That could be in the running. There's a lot of places that I haven't been. North America is pretty, pretty darn big. Also, I looked into Saskatchewan. I know how much you like it there. I would love to go to Saskatchewan. <laughs> I'm just kidding because Sean jokes when he was driving across uh, Canada. It's just flat because it's the plains. Saskatchewan is essentially like, you know, middle America, we would call it like uh, Missouri, uh, Indiana, maybe. No, like where the cornfields are, like Iowa. and Iowa, yeah. yeah but I'm saying the flat. It's all the, doesn't Missouri, isn't Missouri plains too? Isn't that down from Iowa? Isn't it go down the center? 
Well, I think Missouri is like the gateway to the West. So I don't think you're quite into, but I could be wrong. They could be, you know, flat. But Iowa, I wasn't thinking of Iowa. I forgot that one. And maybe Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. The Cornhuskers. Maybe. What a coincidence. They call themselves the Cornhuskers. And Uh, coincidentally. I don't think it's coincidence, but sure. Yes. Oh, you think they got the nickname? Because they are Cornhuskers. Mm. Mm. I I thought thought because they were growing corn there, the Cornhuskers moved. Yeah. Do you know? Corn fact. <clears throat> I feel like we need a new corn fact. Um, this I follow- spot is brought to you by high fructose, fructose corn syrup. <laughs> First, you have to learn how to say high fructose. The H- HFC Association of America. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my back is hurting because I'm old. Um, I sent this to you on TikTok. I don't know if you've watched it yet, but I follow a lot of farmers and a lot of farm animals on TikTok, if you guys don't know. And this guy told me something I did not know. So when corn is formed... It's a little baby corn, just little, like, you know, those ones you get in your salads, like that. Each little corn kernel has its own silk, its own floof. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, like, angel hair that's around the corn? Why does it have its own... Uh... It's how it, it comes to be. It's, like, how it's created. The little hair comes out, comes the corn. That's why that's there. What purpose does it serve? I have no idea. Maybe protection? I don't know. Oh. But maybe it's just part of its development. You know, sometimes like things will produce something and that part falls off because it's not necessary. Like my umbilical cord. Exactly. Which has come back. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I thought it was interesting to know that there's one little silk thing for each kernel of corn. And that's why there are so many of those things. Fascinating. I learned something new. So tell them about your umbilical cord. Well, I didn't know that I had a new umbilical cord. Kim pointed it out. And she laughed. What's that? She said, you have a hernia? And I said, no. And I looked down. I was like, maybe. But I didn't <laughs> say that out loud because I was, I was in denial, you know, because we'd been paddling the whole day. We were out kayaking and I was twisting and turning. Maybe and that did it. Maybe. And uh, we have to go to the And so then anyway. I stuck my finger in my belly button, right? It's right above his belly button. It's kind of like in the side. And sure enough, there's like a, like a, a like a new thing going on well i read about it a little bit <laughs> now i'm hashtag not a doctor but we'll have to get it you in to see the doctor um it but, doesn't hurt but that's like a weaker spot in your little muscles is your belly button yeah there's a hole in your tummy muscle in your abdominal wall mm-hmm. to access your stomach so you can get fed right when you're in i don't know utero. why it just doesn't grow in i don't know either why it doesn't just seal up yeah I don't know. This is ridiculous. Any of you talk to God, tell him. I used to have an innie. Now I have a half outie, you know? <laughs> it's not funny, Katie. You laughed. You showed <laughs> ow, me. Ow, No, I'm just kidding. And it doesn't hurt him, by the way. No, uh, and, I just don't want it to get worse. Like, well, I don't want to, like, uh, I don't know, pick something up and out shoots a bed spring, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Boing. <laughs> oh, well, no. I read online, that's why we need to get you in to see a doctor, <laughs> is there's not much they can do for you but as we get older it can get worse so we they're like patches you can put on or wraps to hold your belly in to help it heal and i was like maybe we get you one of those but again we have to talk to the doctor first just push it back in and do sit-ups to like yeah seal it, it up it doesn't work that way and also doing abdominal strength you have to be careful you got to talk to the doctor i know my side bends with the kettlebell I maybe want, that i might it? not i don't know we mm. should talk to somebody who knows I, it, honestly, it felt like the uh, the movie Alien, you know? Like, that's in my head how severe it was. Oh you know, I'm a little God. bit dramatic. You guys, it's like a half an inch. <laughs> that's why I didn't even notice it, because it's not like you sit with your shirt off all the time. What? I always sit with my shirt off. 
said PJ. He said, <laughs> I was like, he sits in this um, couch that we have out on our front lawn and with his shirt off. Yeah. Sunning himself in the 104 degree weather. Yeah. It was yeah. so nice out. My innards wanted to come out. And, uh, I yeah. just worry. So anyway, we're going to take care of him. If you've ever had a hernia, report back. Okay. We're going to move on. We have a letter from Tom. Yes. I was double checking that it, it's Tom. And it's Tom. And it is entitled, More on Fracking. We're here to learn. Thank you, Tom. Rescue doggies and rescue Nazis. <gasps> what? Memories and going on a tangent. Oh, and mowers. I'm going to go out on a limb here. You don't rescue Nazis. I don't think so. It's a so. controversial uh, topic or thought, you know, but. Let's uh, see where this takes us. Okay. Says, hey, Katie and Sean, great podcast today. I will say a bit more on fracking. Please do. Sean is right. There is a mixture of water, sand, and nitrogen that forms a foam pumped into the formation under high pressure. Okay. Those are the main components. Also, there are other things in trace amounts, but they are no more no more toxic than your laundry detergent. I can only speak for what is used in central and northern Appalachia. As coals, uh, as coal seams, whether they are in advance of mining or resource, not candidates for mining in the current market. Okay. And shale plays are the primary sources of gas in this part of the world. Right. In Alberta, that's the big thing is uh, the mm -hmm. shale, mm -hmm. shale oil or just yeah. different types of. Yeah, it's it's locked in sands and like different weird layers. It's very expensive to extract. So they don't do it until they have to oil hits a certain price. And then you're like, oh, it's feasible now. Right. Which is, yeah, we're never going to. I know that there is some shale gas in Texas, but can't say for sure exactly what the companies use in your neck of the woods. Yeah, I wouldn't know either because I'm not really in that industry. Giant straws. <laughs> You know, the siphon it like Corey and Trevor from Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. How do you know which is which? How do you know what these, what, uh, says premium tastes bad. Uh, no, regular is, tastes bad. Premium is a little sweet and diesel tastes good. That's what trailer, <laughs> that's what we learned on Trailer Park Boys. Okay. It says, I happened to tune into Katie's Thursday podcast one day, and the story about Roxy trying to rescue her while swimming really made me smile. It was funny. She was like, oh, no, we can't leave mom in the water. Even though she was scared, she came in after me and then clawed my eyes out. <laughs> it's because she just kept swimming, like because she's treading water and that's how she swims. So she just was like, oh, this is me swimming, but she didn't realize how close she was. Not that I was taking pleasure in her pain, but I once had a Jack Russell that would flip his shit over us getting into the pool behind our townhouse at the beach. If he was on the pool deck, he would run around in circles barking when we got in the water as if he was inside and heard a splash that was all it took to get him wound up. Oh, mm -hmm. he really did not like that. Worried you drown, maybe. Didn't know what to do. Get him a pair of red shorts and, uh, you know, a lifeguard whistle and that Jack Russell Terrier has got a maybe give a him a job. life jacket let him jump in well yeah. he probably wouldn't have wanted to your sister so sean's sister kim had this adorable dog stella for many years and unfortunately recently stella passed away sad because she was she was an old girl right and anyway she hated the water she's scared of a lot of things but also the water and kim showed me this cute picture of her wanting to rescue i guess like a bug had flown into the pool and she stella was a very loving dog and very she's just a sweet girl want to save everything and so this she saw the bug go in and she shake with shaky legs got into the water and flipped it out it's a weird animals have such interesting personalities mm -hmm. you know I, I didn't realize this i thought not not that i thought that dogs were you know ubiquitous or 
what's the word? Like homogenous, like all the same, or yeah, something like that. You know, or like extra simple, or I don't know. But man, the the personalities vary so mm-hmm. much, and especially with the internet, especially with the internet, you see quite Good a few yeah. like odd personalities, like what you're saying about Stella mm-hmm. being a, a fraidy cat, but so corny was afraid of everything too. Yeah. Our dog growing up. Uh, remember, Stella didn't even like to get in the car. Mm-mm. Roxy doesn't love to get in the car, but I think it's hot right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it is funny. I actually watched a TikTok the other day where this border collie. Do you ever have a TikTok go in a completely different direction from where you think it's going to go? So this dog is watching and the guy, the voiceover is like, here's a border collie getting ready for its coffee in the morning. And he put his coffee cup under like a little Nespresso and put the button but you know it takes a minute for it to warm up before it starts making any noise or making any coffee and the dog is just waiting patiently with its paws on the edge of the counter watching the coffee machine and then the coffee machine goes and the dog jumps off of the the counter it wasn't on the counter but pulls its paws off has a toy on the floor that you couldn't see grabs the toy and starts shaking it violently and spinning in the circles and you're like it was not where I saw this going I don't know the coffees gets him amped up but not even the coffee itself, just the making. The knowledge that coffee is being made gets him amped up. Maybe dogs like coffee a lot. I yeah. know that uh, our dog begs you for ice cubes that come out of your um, She loves the Kofefe so. ice cubes. She's pacing, looking for PJ, I think. Okay. So, anyways, that was enough to get his Jack Russell wound up. Hmm. Speaking of rescues, do you all know of... Oh, any rescue Nazis that demand to know, oh, this is what it is, rescue Nazis. So do y'all know any rescue Nazis that demand to know if someone's dog came from a puppy mill? Ha! Huh. I had an aunt that fell into that category and asked me one day. My old dog did come from a breeder, but lived in such filthy conditions that I considered him a rescue. So I replied that he was a rescue. I agree. A lot of the puppy mills aren't, it's not safe for dogs and not good for them. And you, it is almost like you're rescuing them. Um, I don't know if I have any rescue Nazis. Probably in L.A. People in L.A. get very passionate about things like that. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, I'm always proud to tell people that we rescued a dog. Me too. And then you feel like you're welcomed into a club as only I think that sort of thing happens. Like, oh, you have kids? And then there's like a secret handshake. Yeah, I'm like, sure. You're part a of the club parent we're not club. a part of. Yeah. They're like, you don't get sleep either. You're up at six. Yeah. Hey, or- buddy. Or you're driving down the road and someone's in a Jeep and you're in a Jeep and you wave to them. That weird, oh, like, Subarus Hello. do that. When I had that Subaru for work, yeah, other Subarus, they'd yeah. give a little wave. You do a little gang sign like Subaru, you know? Maybe. Yeah. I go. Yeah. No, yeah. Pe- you know, you're part of a club, to right? To the outdoors, I say. Yeah. <laughs> camp, 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 camp. Oh, there's a Subaru owner. Yeah. Oh. It's a Subi thing, baby. You wouldn't know because you don't drive you don't a Subi. Under- you don't understand. Yeah, yeah. But uh, rescue dogs, you know, uh-huh. when, when you're in that club. Most of our neighbors have rescues. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One time I did meet a rescue dog mm-hmm. and it was pretty cool because uh, I was walking through a cemetery and the, there was a big dog, a, a lean, large dog on a leash. And I said, that's a beautiful dog, man. Oh, yes. And she yes. said, oh, thank you so much. She goes, he used to be a race dog, but he doesn't race anymore. It was a greyhound. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, you know, he he, he was a. But I think greyhounds, they only get a little window of life and then they're... It's really sad. Bigger dogs do have shorter lifespans, they no, say. No, but I think as like... But racing. That... It's almost like people. If we push it to the limit, your body breaks down faster. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot of greyhounds that are rescued once you're no longer useful. Remember we had that greyhound across the street when we lived in Santa Monica and it only had three legs and they said it was a rescue. It he was been... pretty fast still though. It had been a racing dog, yeah. but it was really old 
and they rescued it. It was an older dog when they rescued it, which I actually, when we got Roxy, it's because we went and saw her. If we hadn't seen her, we actually planned on getting an older dog. Yeah. Because we were like, we don't mind. And we don't, we also don't, didn't really want a puppy. Get like an old dog, like a stoop dog. I mean, we didn't get Roxy as a puppy, little baby, because unfortunately she was adopted by fucking assholes who go to hell and burn there for eternity, who like abused her and didn't feed her and, and then we they sent her back to the rescue, and then we got her. Poor Bracita. Poor baby. Okay. Sorry, I went on a tangent, Tom. I'm back. We're back. Okay, so he had an aunt that fell into that category, remember? The rescue Nazi. I don't think we have any, but I think if we told people we had a puppy mill type of dog. You know what they, they say, if, uh, if you don't know any rescue Nazis, you're probably the rescue Nazi, you know? <laughs> Maybe it's me. <laughs> ah! Um, okay, so my current one is a true shelter pup, though. Oh, is a true shelter pup, though. And my aunt moved on to asking other intrusive questions, such as what medications I was taking. Wow, she really just jumped into that one. Some people don't understand what boundaries are, personal boundaries. Family members can assume that there are none, but they do exist. I tell you. Okay. <laughs> I already like. I already like Tom, but now I like him more. So his aunt started asking intrusive questions, right? What medications? Listen to this singer. This is such a Sean thing. Says, I told her I was on rectal suppositories in Viagra. Had to dispense a little Southwestern Virginia justice over that one. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. And I love it very much. One of my friends said that I ought to ask her something highly personal, such as if she got Brazilian waxes. But I figured I better stick to being a Southern gentleman, considering that we were in the presence of my elderly grandmother. Yeah. I think in the end, Tom, you won. As for memories, I'm not sure of Katie's opinion, but I firmly believe that most of our memories are rooted in emotions. I think they're easier to recall. I think that's why music is so powerful and scent. Well, it's senses, senses and emotions. Yes, I'll give you that. Okay. So he firmly believes that. Last year, I drove across town to my old neighborhood to make one last visit to my old elementary school as it was soon to be torn down. Oh, Sab. Even though I was highly upset to see this... Oh, I was highly upset to see that the school had fallen out of repair over the years, along with some of the homes on the street that the school stood on. I recalled a number of things since then that I had not thought of in years. Oh, we always in our like family, we always joke like, ah, memory unlocked. Or you'll say something like uh, you'll say something like that, like something unlocked, like almost like we're in a video game. You're like next level. It's like Zelda where all of a sudden I don't know if anyone out there played the original Zelda, (laughs) but when you're cruising around. All of a sudden, the the part of the map is illuminated. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, you know, ooh, ooh. sometimes it's great stuff like gold or a potion. And sometimes it's a bunch of goblins from your past. But, you, you know, you're, you don't know yeah. what it's going to illuminate. But, yeah, it's all of a sudden boop, something can bubble up. Uh, just last night, even PJ was scrolling through Netflix looking for something to watch. And they showed uh, the original Home Alone, like what you would see in Blockbuster. And there was another movie I forget what it was called. But anyway, it was another movie from like my childhood. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't seen like the front case of that. And like it was like memories unlocked. So funny. I remember my brother and I watching it. Okay, You know how you know you go to purgatory? This is how Hmm. you know that you didn't do good in life. You didn't do bad. You just did medium. (laughs) Just be mediocre. Yeah. You fly uh, under the radar, as they say. Boom. It happens. You're dead. Okay. Boom. 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 And then you come to and you're like, oh. Where am I? You're like, I had a yep. nice little nap. You look around and uh, it's kind of dark. You're inside the building, but it's dark outside. Okay. And there's someone with a vacuum. Mm-hmm. 
and they're vacuuming that purple and yellowy carpet that mm-hmm. every Blockbuster had. You're inside huh. Blockbuster, by the way. You oh, look, okay. you're like, oh, where really? am I? And you can smell like popcorn that's it's not, not warm, best. but it's like it's there. And you're just wandering through the aisles of, of uh, you know. Um, Blockbuster? Yeah. And there's some movies that are available, but none of the titles that you want. Or what if it's just all a bunch of John Wick? Yeah, there's like. <laughs> Remember how when a new movie would come out, they'd like, have like the whole back wall would be all, and it'd always be empty, and then you'd have to go through the return bin. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone did. Did anyone? Uh, I'll take one that needs to be rewound. I'll do the rewinding yeah. at home. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. None. You get Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know. I didn't mind Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, but ten years later, you need you something get Blade fresh. Blade Runner. Yeah. Terrible. What? Mm-hmm. Take that back. Never. All right. So that's that's how you know you went to. Uh, when we first started dating, we still place. went to Blockbuster, remember? Oh, yeah. That I was still... when they had Blu-rays and DVDs. Yeah. Da, 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 back, in, back in the summer of 2008. Blockbuster. Man, yeah. the world has done changed, hasn't it? It's done changed. All I right. tell you what. Okay. Back into Tom's letter. Sorry. Okay. That's, okay. That's uh, my, my version of purgatory anyways. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So recalled a number of things that he hadn't thought of in a year because his elementary school is going to get torn down. Um, if only that dear old building could tell stories about younger me getting sick in the bathroom and some of the instances of us boys being little boys and then the teachers that knew exactly how to handle us when we did. Ha ha. I know if those walls could speak. Be so fun. Okay. No worries that y'all got off on a tangent during the reading of my emails as we've already done this one. I apologize. I'm not one who is easily offended. It is funny, though. My aunt has a master's in counseling, just like Katie, and looks forward to my weekly email on random subjects, too, that involve everything from my late grandmother's obsessions, the dysfunctional family up the hill above me, and the occasional encounter with one of my crazy old coaches. That would be fun. I would look forward to that as well. I'm not sure about the mower that Sean mentioned. Remember, it was the robo robo mower. Oh, yeah. Robo robo mower. Which lawn do you want me to mow today, Sean? Like <laughs> the back one. Thank you very much. I'm <laughs> on my way. <laughs> In my opinion, Hondas are indestructible. Mm. I agree. My mom had her Honda and even after that bad accident she was in it. You know, it was totaled, but the car itself didn't look Well, bad. the motors on a little Honda, a small Honda engine is the best Honda. They engine. run forever. They've been making them forever. They're bulletproof. As for the larger mowers, nothing runs like a deer. That's what my papa would say, too. Not only do I enjoy mowers, I also collect antique furniture. You are very interesting. I would love to see your place. Antique furniture, neckties, and other men's accessories in classic patterns and model trains in the O and H-O scales. The Swayze Express. The Swayze Express, as well as lifting competitively since high school. So many amazing hobbies. I do love antique furniture after going to Fredericksburg and seeing the, the hotel we stayed at was so beautiful and the, like the pieces. My mom's been into antiques forever too because her dad was into antiquing and therefore I I think it's like in my blood in some way. I love a good garage sale. Do you think we're ever going to come to a time where uh, like 100 years from now mm-hmm. there'll be people in the future with their formica or whatever translucent tables mm-hmm. you know, living in space and Mars and they're like, antique they're well no they're antiquers and they're like this is an ikea flute flutenborg um maybe but i have to say that a lot of furniture which i'm assuming i don't know if it was back in the day i think they made things better back then yeah but i do think a lot of our like ikea stuff for instance will not make it because i can tell you this right now i moved a lot and i moved a lot of my friends and ikea stuff is only good for about two moves before all those little plugs that they put to hold it together start to kind of, and the particle board starts at, 
spit out its bits and then things fall apart yeah do you have termites <laughs> no i have ikea <laughs> no i just moved a few times and then the truck just shook everything out i'm only going to retract that statement if ikea agrees to sponsor this podcast then I will imagine if they'd redo our kitchen, get new kitchen. They do cabinets. make good stuff. There's different levels. Well, there's levels. I was always uh, the entry level IKEA. Person. I'm talking particle board entry level, which is what I have too. Yeah. Although, although it's only been one move, right? The white drawer set in my office is IKEA. Remember, I bought it for mm. like a hundred bucks. True. And I put it together myself, which is why the drawers don't quite shut properly. <laughs> you have to really whack one of them to get it to shut. Hey, it serves its purpose, right? Okay, um, I'm not sure. Oh, the mower, sorry. Um, perhaps some folks think that I'm odd as hell. I don't at all. Most opinions don't matter anyway. Correct a moon, no. Insert the movie scene from Angus where he tells the bully that if he's normal, he hopes that it's something he will never be. Mm. I love it. I love it. That's all. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Great letter. I find you very interesting and I love, I love quirkiness. I think that's what makes people wonderful. I wonder if Tom, mm -hmm. and now I have this vision, right? I'm, I'm filling in the pieces, Ooh, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, there's Tom, mm -hmm. like a competitive lifter. I know. Wearing a, a an old fashioned cravat. Oh, you know? remember who was the guy we saw wearing the ascot in father's office all those years ago? Oh, that was, uh, well, he was an old actor. Yeah, it was um, J.R. Ewing. He was, mm. uh, you know, from um, I Dream a Genie. He was, oh, I was just going to say it's like the Love Boat or Dream yeah. a Genie. Yes. What was his name in real life? I'll oh, pull it up. It's going to kill me. You keep talking about what you were talking about, him heavy lifting with like. Oh, yeah. A, lifting with a, an ascot and maybe riding along, a, a, you know, a lawnmower or having a train set, you know, mm -hmm. this, uh, or fracking. You know, he showed up to work in a, fracking. maybe he's a fracker with a, with a. Uh, vintage clothing, you know, possibly with good patterns. Tom Larry Hagman. Yes, thank you, Larry Hagman. I was. I saw the picture of him, and I was like, "That's who he is." Yeah, but we saw him, uh, you know, maybe, maybe well, ten years, five years before he passed away. Oh, has he passed now? Bummer. He's uh, he's in Blockbuster right now, walking around looking for episodes oh, of Dallas. You know, bummer. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but he was My such like shows a, around here somewhere. He was such a like classic looking man. Oh yeah, he it, was also a wild person in the seventies. Apparently, it's just funny to me. Does anybody else feel this way? If you watch older footage or older movies, people used to really love to get dressed up, and we have gotten really lazy and into comfort. I feel like you're judging me right now. I mean, I'm the one wearing pajama. Well, I guess we're both wearing pajama pants. I do live in sandals all the time. PJ, hey, uh, I know. it's pretty warm. Do you want a pair of sandals? Sandals? Pfft. I haven't worn sandals in like 10 years, man. But it's really hot. It's like 100 degrees. So PJ's having a tough time yeah. with it. And so he put the sandals on and then he was like, oh, sorry, I'm just not used to wearing sandals. Like yeah. he's having a tough time and walking. And so then he didn't feel comfortable with it. We went to the pool and he was wearing leather shoes That's and not true. a bathing suit. I was no, like, he's been yeah, wearing the flippity flops. On, you know? But it just made me think of when he said, I'm sorry, I'm not used to wearing sandals. It reminds me, if anybody loves the birdcage film as much as I do, it reminds me of their housekeeper who couldn't wear shoes. It made him trip. Oh. And he put him. you remember birdcage? I do, but... I don't, I don't remember all the scenes. Oh, we'll have to put it on again. It's so good. Anyway, he can't wear shoes. And if he does, he trips and he's like trying to do things in the shoes. And it's, he's such a good, phys it's such good physical comedy. Is it Nathan Lane? No, no, no. It's a different, hold on. I'll have to look up. I don't know the name of the actor, but um, anybody know what I'm talking about? Because I think it's really funny. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. Anyways, I just, that made me, oh, Hank Azaria. Oh, 
You know Hank Azaria is a genius. He does so, a zillion of the voices on the so Simpsons. He's so funny. But he's the housekeeper for Nathan Lane and Robin Williams' oh, character. Oh, okay, yeah. And so he, he, he like wears like short jean shorts and he's i think he's supposed to be cuban okay so he's always listening to like kind of salsa music as he cleans and like singing and having a good time but then because the their son didn't tell his family to be like the woman he's going to marry he didn't tell them that they were gay they tried to play straight people oh. remember and nathan lane dresses up like a woman because yeah. he already does like a drag show all the time and they don't know that he's not a, it's very it's very very funny and i mean it's obviously of a different era was it a book before a movie that's i don't know it seems like it would be a book before a movie i don't think so but i don't know good question it's it'd be weird if you did a movie and then you turned it into a book mm-hmm. that doesn't happen often does it i don't think so but it's kind of weird to try to write something that already exists but writing not that already exists like in that way but like if the storyline's already been put together and you already know what the people are like I guess you could write a, I guess. Oh, I'm, I read something. We'll get into the next letter real mm-hmm. quick, but um, Quantum Leap, one of my favorite TV oh, shows uh-huh. ever, Quantum yes. Leap. Yes, I know of it. Very I've good heard show. of this. Yes. Um, well, Quantum Leap is coming back, right? But. Why are they rebooting everything? Are we? No, but it's good. It's good. And okay. I see where they were going with it. The idea was that it was 30 years later, you know, and, and his lab Almost like is. like Top Gun, the reboot. Yeah. It's okay. You know, continue this story because I thought it was a really good storyline. But apparently the uh, the uh, CBS, I think it is, uh, mm-hmm. did not like the pilot episode. Uh-oh. So they re- they're going to put it further in the release date. And the, the episode oh, they have to redo? Well, I think they're just going to push it down the road. And, and they've got new people running the show, the new showrunners. So mm-hmm. they're kind of trying to fix it. Figured and that's it. not a good sign. No, that's a bad sign. Maybe so don't little... watch it. It's almost like the Sex and the City show that came out the, and just like that or whatever the fuck. Yeah, All my friends imagine were like, if Quantum mm, Leap no, no, no. and Sex in the City were, it was a Sex in the Leap or a Quantum in Quantum the, the City. In the city? No, no, no. I never watched, if I watched Quantum Leap, it was when I was a kid and I don't remember anything about it. So I don't even know if they could mishmash, but my guess is that they can't. Just like in music, you know, is as Quantum Leap about time travel or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And other things. Potato salad. And, mm, I do love potato salad. Yeah, he leaps through history correcting bad potato salad recipes. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Awesome. Sounds interesting. Okay. Are we ready for Sarah's letter? Yeah. Oh, hi, Sarah. It's her first time writing in. She has a very cute dog picture as her avatar. And I would like to see more pictures of said dog. Okay. It says, hello, OTDM community. First time writing in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It says, hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM community. My name is Sarah, and this is my first time writing in. So first, let me tell you all a little bit about myself. I am 23 and I'm from Savannah, Savannah, Georgia, which is on the coast. I am an army brat and have also lived in North Carolina, New York, and Germany. It's like our buddy John that works for us. I speak German and have three dogs. Ginger is a five-year-old reddish brown cockapoo. I think that's who's in the picture is Ginger. Luna is a five-year-old yellow Labrador retriever. And Holly is an eight-year-old brown and white beagle. Pictures are included. I'm already excited. Thank you, Sarah. It's like she read my mind. I've been watching and listening to Katie's YouTube channel and both the OTDM and AKA podcast for a couple of years now. Thank you so much for the amazing, entertaining, and helpful content. You are very welcome. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Your videos have been there to help me through some tough times and have helped me during the research process when I was diagnosed with depression, generalized anxiety, social anxiety, and PTSD. I'm so glad it was helpful. I also have a question for y'all and the OTDM community. 
What are y'all's favorite meals and why is it your favorite? It's my favorite. Potato salad because it reminds me of Quantum Leap. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Her favorite meal is German food called Maltauschen. Maltauschen? It's a type of pasta dough dumpling. Oh, I'm on board. Filled with, min- filled with minced meat, smoked meat, spinach, breadcrumbs, onions, and other herbs and spices. It's my favorite because, number one, it tastes absolutely amazing, especially when prepared, cut up in pieces, and pan fried with egg and ketchup on the side. And two, it's one of the meals I ate a lot as a child when I lived in Germany, and it reminds me of that time. A picture of that is also included. My favorite meal, hmm... I don't know, but I want a recipe of that. Uh, I do love pierogies. I love my family's pierogies. Those Mm -hmm. are delicious, especially Mm -hmm. when they're fried in butter, like crispy on the outside. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I also do love your tortier. I have to be honest. That's another fave. Um, But I have a lot of, I mean, if it was like, I don't know. I guess the question is, what would be your last meal? Like if we were on death row or something. Oh, I would stretch that one out. You know, like, uh, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm still hungry. I'm so hungry. (laughs) So hungry. Yeah. You know, I know it's my last meal and we got to get going here, but maybe another biscuit. I'm I'm, I'm feeling a little peckish. When uh, I was a kid. What are you f- out of? I'm going to want that one. <laughs> my favorite meal as a kid for my birthday, because on your birthday, you got to eat everything you always wanted. My favorite. I always love breakfast. So like French toast eggs or I love chocolate chip pancakes over easy eggs and sausage or bacon. But for dinner, I liked sweet and sour chicken fingers, rice and a fried zucchini. Oh. They're really baked, I guess, but they were battered and baked. It's pretty good. That was my favorite meal. Nice. But as an adult, I don't know. I have a tough time. I really like a lot of different foods. If it was like, I guess the last meal that I ever want to have, hmm, lobster mac and cheese comes to mind. Pretty good. And also, I do love a good burger. Yeah. I think I'm I'm just hungry. Oysters, I would shuck a ton of them, like a ton of oysters. Mm. Yeah. And I do love, the, again, the pierogies. Yeah. Yeah. So many good things. Also, a nice also chicken and dumplings. Uh, salmon. Oh, man. Chicken and dumplings. Oh, that doesn't go on my list. Chicken and dumplings, definitely. Mm. Yum. I would eat the gassiest food possible So if I was on death row. And then when they got Go me. out with a bang, as they say. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't put electricity to them. It's a trap. <laughs> Combustion. I don't think that's how that works. But fart. The last laugh. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. Also, I like for my community nickname to be Sarah the Savannah Banana or Correspondent? Question mark. If that's all right, that's one hundred percent all right. I will try my best to remember Sarah the Savannah Banana Correspondent. You remind me if I forget. Also, you can get on the in the OTDM land in the Discord, and you can let. Um, the right honorable David redacted no? Or how yes, do we do on that? The, well, on the put census. The drop, she can put the drop, yeah, the yes. dropper pin. In the description below, there's a, a you link You can go to in it. and you can mark, mark it. Okay. Since I live in Savannah, my favorite fruit is bananas. And it's also in reference to the local baseball team called the Savannah Bananas. Oh. I love a good rhyme. I like uh, minor league team names. Uh-huh. I'll always think of the TV show MASH mm-hmm. and Klinger. And he used to wear the Toledo Mud Hens hat. Oh, fun. Weird things that stick in your head. There's you know? funny little names. Even in hockey, you'll have like the field teams. They have funny different names. Oh, yeah. I like, enjoy uh, it very much. The, uh, we have one outside of Austin for the Dallas Stars, right? Don't yeah. we? Yeah. 
Yeah. I forget their name, but, and we also have a minor league baseball team north of Austin in a town called Round Rock. They play all sorts of different things. We looked them up. Oh, and for Hispanic uh, Appreciation Day. The they, Chupacabras. Yeah, they transformed the Chupacabras. So they have two uniforms. Yep. I think that's really fun. I think I thought Sean cool. was lying when he told me. I know. Imagine that. <laughs> You're always joking around. It's hard for me to know. Okay. So this says goodbye for now from Sarah the Savannah Banana. But here are the dodes. Do- oh, that's a beautiful dog. Isn't that dog. a beautiful dog? Yeah. Oh, <gasps> oh, my goodness. That looks serious. That looks serious. Those Professor. dogs. Oh, that's uh, the old eight-year-old beagle. Oh, my God. And uh, that is what it looks. Oh, it looks delicious. It does look delicious. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's bacon. I see it. Bet you those dogs eat it. And they live life to the fullest. Yum. Okay, wonderful. Well, nice to meet you, Sarah. Thank you for writing in. Feel free to write in any other time that you have, you know, anything. If the mood strikes, send it in. doesn't have to be what we ask for. Send it in. Okay. Do we have time for another letter? Yes, one more, and then we have to get going. One more. This is from Matthew. Hello. Or Matt, sorry. Matt. My cousin's name is Matthew, and I still call him Matthew. And When we were growing up, he'd say, it's Matt. Just like my brother. I call him Nickel, and he'd be like, it's Nick. And I'd be like, I'll call you Nickel forever. And I still do, don't I? I think 99.9% of the time I call him Nickel. That's what you get when you have a little sister. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. Matthew or Matt is coming in hot with some funny skits. You have have our attention. Let's do this. It says, hey, Sean. Hey, Katie. Hey, Matt. Wanted to write in about some skits I really liked after this latest OTDM episode. Thank you, Matt. And we will definitely put the links in the description because if we play these from SNL, they're going to like not allow our video to be shown. We'll put links. The one is first one's entitled Extremely Stupid. It has Murphy Brown on it. I highly recommend. It's funny. Then the next is December to Remember Car Commercial. And the final one says, Now I'm up with William Defoe. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I love all of these. Yes. I don't think I, I know the titles of those. So I don't when we opened the Extremely Stupid, we we're gonna play it and then Sean's like, We're gonna get this pulled. And I was like, You're right. So we appreciate you, Matt, and we will watch these and I'm excited. And we'll share the love in the comments or in the description below. So it says, I've grown to like SNL, although I usually only watch skits one at a time because a whole episode can't hold my attention through the bad sketches. I feel that in my core. Yes. Also, it doesn't air on Saturday night, more like Sunday at 1 a.m. Mm. I learned about Curb Your Enthusiasm this year, and that has been super funny every time. I agree. Curb is pretty funny. Also, like kind of cringy sometimes, too. You're like, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, he's doing it. Ugh. It just is so funny. Okay. There is also... Oh, Key and Peel. Oh, yeah. Love Key and Peel. Hilarious. And Whitest Kids You Know, plus Chappelle's show. But that was before my time. It was really, I don't know if it was really before my time, but I have i didn't grow up with the Chappelle show. It was something maybe in like my teen or my 20s that I came to know was around. Yeah. The Whitest Kids You Know, that's another sketch troupe. And they're pretty funny. I, I saw a couple of episodes like, Whoa, these guys are crossing the line. <laughs> I love it. You gave us some to look up. Thank you, Matt. It says, P.S. I watch loads of Vine and TikTok compilations on YouTube, but that's so mindless. I can't remember any one specific, oh, specifically to share. Hope y'all watch these and maybe talk more about some other funny videos so I can watch them too. Have fun on vacation, Matt. Thanks, Matt. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate it. And if we think of more funnies or if we see more, like the sweaty balls was an SNL one we mm-hmm. talked about. Um, I also love the 
I, there's a bunch of them, but it's when Will Ferrell and I forget the woman's name, they play the cheerleaders mm-hmm. and they cheerlead for like the swim team and the wrestling team, which is just very fun. Anyway, I, I love it a lot. Dan Aykroyd is a young they're comedian. They're Spartan cheerleaders or something I think they're called. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Spartans, yeah. yeah. The Spartans, yeah. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd is a young comedian. Mm-hmm. He had some outrageous skits. I think back on it now, I'm like, what, the, the Bassomatic. Oh, yeah. That oh, my was, God. That was a good one. They're really, yeah. So Dan Aykroyd's another good one. Look, But we will keep mentioning them. And thank you. Keep sending yours in, too. We appreciate the, the funniness. Okay, so with that, we are up to July 9th. Not bad. Not bad. We're catching up. So we will we'll get there. We're almost a month behind, but um, we're pretty close to... Yep. And Kristoff, uh, it looks like... Oh, no, not Kristoff. Tanisha, you're up next. Tanisha... Kristoff will get you, don't worry. On deck. On deck. Thank you all for listening and watching. Please share this with a friend. Please uh, share the funny. It helps us out a lot. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a friend. Bye. What do you mean? I think you like the. You guys were like, I don't think there's a like non carnivorous shark, you know? Like, oh, I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's like the, there it's is. the Greenland shark. <laughs> it's the biggest one. So <laughs> I, like, I know every time we can't come up with a name or something, or we make statements, we're like, someone's probably yelling at yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Why is he so stupid? He knows nothing. No. <laughs> yeah, what did somebody leave a comment and said, Sean's so brave putting himself <laughs> yeah, yeah, out there yeah. like that?